to Enterprise. Lock on transporters. Beam is up. Scotty. If everything goes according to plan, don't beam us up. Beam me up. Energize. Hello and welcome to Pod Me Up Scotty, a podcast where we rewatch all of Star Trek in chronological order. I am Andrea and I am Ushin. And today we're discussing the 24th episode. 24th? Yep. Today's and two nights, anyway. Shore leave on the pleasure planet Risa leaves the crew in various states of disarray. Flux is awakened from his annual 48-hour hibernation to treat an injured crew member. That is so random. But that is part of the summary. Yeah. So, this episode we do have some kind of a plan. We do. To talk about it, which is amazing. But because I am me, I do have one question outside of all the other plot lines that we're going to talk about. Okay. And is, how are they paying for all of this? They got money. Do they have to pay for it? How do Rysons live if they don't pay for it? Well, surely they're getting a Starfleet salary. Yeah, but they're paying, I suppose they're paid in dollars. I'm sure it's like converted into the universe. What, what is it? Because in the older series, is what are they, credits or something? Yeah, I think it's credits. But it, again, in the older series, again, how the, how are they paying for it? This is the first time they've been on the planet. They don't know the conversion rate. They don't know their species. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's like a Starfleet expense account. Yeah, but that currency is going to still be in dollars. <laughs> anyway, so what I'm trying to come to terms is capitalism makes no sense and the value that you put on money is made up. Anyway, next storyline. <laughs> okay, hang on, hang on. So before we do any storyline, I've yes. sent you an audio clip. Oh, it's before anything. Yeah, it's before anything. Okay, so you haven't heard this yet. So I'm really curious about this because this is a real insight into actually how good an actor you are slash how bad your memory is. Oh, you're going to put an excerpt of the last week's episode? So last week we were talking about the upcoming episode. <laughs> And our predictions for who was going to fuck or do this or that. And I sent you a clip of your predictions. <laughs> Let's see. The only one that I know would have chances of doing it is Mayweather. Hoshi would be like, so many people here, I need to learn all the languages. Is it, is it, is it She-Hulk at the end of the first episode of She-Hulk? When... She's talking to Banner, and Banner reveals that Captain America is not a virgin, and she's like, Captain America Fox! <laughs> we're like, Trip Fox! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't doubt that he does. I'm just doubting that he would in a situation where, like, it's, it's you know, the pressure of, oh, I have, like, a certain amount of time to find someone to fuck. <laughs> I think he would... Not do it. <laughs> Am I wrong? Yes. <laughs> Am I wrong? He didn't fuck. <laughs> yeah, but not for lack of trying. 
No, but I didn't say that he wouldn't try. I said that he wouldn't do it. Mm. <laughs> Honestly, I did remember about Hoshi. Yeah. I did not remember about Hoshi fucking, though. <laughs> so I remember that he starts talking to the Ryzen people, and then the other guy came around. Yeah. But I thought that he would be a bad guy. Yeah. Like, I remembered him not being good. Yeah. But it would have been so, like, that, I think now, looking back at the episode, now that I remember it, it would have been too many bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I remembered Hoshi's part of being like, oh, I want to learn the language. Because that's what Hoshi would do. Yeah. That's on character for her. And I did remember that Trip and Reed are basically disgusting. Yeah. And that it didn't go well. So I knew that he wasn't fucking. I did not remember about Mayweather's accident. And it makes sense. Because one of my notes is we don't see it. So I, how would I remember if I haven't seen it? I don't like that. I think we should have seen Mayweather on the surface more. Yeah, I would have liked to see more of Mayweather. So I don't want to go more into it because I know we're going to talk about them more. So I don't. I think we should get the trip read being disgusting perverts storyline out of the way. They're my first as well. This is one that I told you I don't have many notes written down. Yeah. But obviously I have many thoughts on it. And my note is usually disgusting sexualization of women, but like women on quotes. Mm -hmm. Not only because they turned out not to be women, but also because of the... No, she's interesting. I don't think she's the right pronoun. Which, honestly, if that was done differently, great. Yeah. Like, you're bringing up pronouns, you're bringing up being attracted to someone that you weren't expecting. Like, if you had done it right, because at the end of the day, you're attracted to someone. You're not attracted to what is between their legs. And also, you're talking about fucking aliens. You don't know if they have a vagina, as we've talked <laughs> so before. So true, yeah. We don't know how they, how they reproduce. So you're honestly just being attracted to what you see. If you like it, then you fuck it. But you don't even know if they have a hole or not. So I think that if they had done this uh, conversation differently or now, I think this episode could have been so much better. But obviously it's the early 2000s. It's just not funny. And you know my bias with Trip. Yeah. And that I always try to justify Trip. I cannot in this episode. He's quite literally disgusting and if i met him in this episode mm. i'm so glad that this episode is pushed to the back of the season because you kind of know you can justify quote unquote this episode with the time that it was released in and not so much like he's a disgusting person yeah so yeah it's very disappointing that this is what they're leading with Especially knowing what will happen. Well, not knowing, like, scene by scene, but, like, we've talked about this the whole season. Trip and Topol are endgame, so it's disgusting to see this behavior. And they also talk about her not mating every seven years. Yeah. Like, why are you talking about that? She's not here to talk about herself. So, what are your thoughts? Yeah, no, I think I agree with you. I think it's really disappointing. And especially after... Shuttlepod 1 where we praised Trip because he wasn't kind of engaging in those conversations with Reed about sexualizing the Paul. Um, so yeah, it was disappointing to see them act this way and I did have, I had a note as well, I marked down the remark about pronouns. Because yeah, it just 
like you say, it could be done better, but it's clearly just a, a gay panic joke. Yeah. So I, I have a question, though, because we have, in the earlier episodes, we've discussed Reed, and you, you have hinted that there's a Reed episode that I'm not going to like. Is this it? There's no worse to come? That you remember, anyway. There are some that I remember that you won't like, but it's not because of sexualizing. It's not because he's a creep. No. Okay. It's because of other read things. Yeah. But that I can remember, no. I was talking about this episode, and I wanted to bring it up now, because I knew that you have good memories. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, you would remember me being like, he's a fat boy, but not like yeah, a good <laughs> no. a good boy. <laughs> Um, which I didn't want to be like, and Trip, watch out for Trip, because obviously it's not like, again, not representative of how he has been acting so far and how he acts later on, in my opinion. But we were talking about Reed being disgusting. So, <laughs> like, uh, but I knew that they were together in it. Yeah, it's such a shame. We do, we do get a bit of flirtation between Trip and Paul when he says, Enjoy yourselves. I'll bring a souvenir. Very, yeah, very flirtatious and very tense. It like was mm. so close up to her and the expression and everything. I like that. Turns out he didn't bring her any souvenirs. No, he didn't. Didn't no. even bring his clothes. In a way, I mean, it's a, it is a disgusting plotline, but in a way, at least they do get punished in a way for being so disgusting. It does backfire massively on them, which I did enjoy. So we have to assume that they are found there then. Yeah. So, because <laughs> like we see them, they get they get tied up on the there all night, and we see them in the morning. We see them wake up in the morning. After having been knocked out and tied up. The first morning. The first, yeah, for after the first night. And there's still one night left. And we don't see them again after that until they're boarding the shuttle pod. And they're still in their blue skivvies. And it's like they just escaped. So they, were they there all day and all night? And they said, what is that smell? Yeah. First of all, stinky. Yeah. That word is going to change this meaning. It just keeps coming up. It doesn't up. mean stinky <laughs> anymore. But also, so they asked how they did and how it went for them and i don't think that the conversation if they found them tied up in a basement <laughs> would have been like well did you have fun obviously not yeah so for the com- like the conversation part of it makes me think that they didn't find them there and they got out first and then the stinkiness and the fact that they're not dressed in clothes make me think that they did rescue them or they just got out on time but it doesn't, like, you should have said it. Also, if they're trapped there for 24 hours plus, the chances are they, they shit shot themselves. themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Can I just say as well? They pissed themselves for sure. They they were not even tied up that tightly. They weren't even tied no. to the post. On, they're tied to the same post, just... But they're not even tied over. to the post. Oh, right, because Trip was on the floor. Yeah. So how, like, incompetent are... Just, just hop. Stand up, hop. Yeah. Like, when you consider how Archer and T'Pol were tied together before to each other, and they managed to get out of that, 
Yeah, but it, so now it makes even less sense because so you are tied individually. You have, you know how strong your legs are. You can break your ties around your ankles fairly easy if they're not metal or something like that. And I don't think they were. They were just robbed. They're not kept there as like no. insurance for anything. They were just robbed and they were left there. I think that they could have broken the legs ties and then they can just move on and try to untie each other. Yeah, if they move back to back, they can untie each other. Right. Or even if they can untie each other, there's a post there for support. Use that and your legs to push yourself up onto your feet. Yep. It doesn't make sense. I think it was poorly written. Like if they had used chains, it would have been different, but it wasn't chains. It was, it, I think it was just rope. Yeah, I think it was just rope. Yeah, I don't get it. Can we also talk about the fact that this was made in 2001 and it's set in 2152, I think? And yet, when Reed and Trip go to pick up women, they dress like Miami Vice in the 80s. What's up with that? It's not a good look. No. And also, and also this, sorry, this, this, this is what really cracked me up about it, okay? Because not, not only are they though wearing those ridiculous suits, thinking they look cool, but going out dressed like that, expecting to get laid, they're also wearing the blue underwear and blue vest and star fruit underneath. So like... okay, I can only imagine that is obviously uniform, mm -hmm. like mandatory underwear, whatever. And it probably is more comfortable if you're in your uniform all day to avoid chafing. But the same way that they have normal clothes, you would assume they have normal underwear. Like, I don't think Hoshi was wearing that when she got laid. Yeah. I think she would have been wearing normal, a normal bra and maybe a matching underwear because she's Hoshi. Also, Raisa is like an exotic tropical planet. Why the fuck are they wearing vests? I want you, uh, Andrea, I want you to, I want you to picture a scene, okay? So let's say you're, you're out in a club. Okay, and you, you encounter, no, don't, you encounter don't, Trip. Don't. I said what I you bring said. Trip home. You bring Trip, trip home. came out to me you, in this you episode. You bring Trip home. I will and, like, cry. You know, you're getting romantic, you're getting kinky, and he starts undressing, and you see that he's wearing a matching Smurf blue vest and boxers. Are you telling me that, that that's going to really... Uh, by a fire underneath you. <laughs> so the problem here is, right? For me, the problem was before I knew that he was wearing that. <laughs> I wouldn't take him home. Yeah, of course. So if I'm taking him home, it means that he's a decent person and has fun conversation. And then I don't care. Fair. Unless, unless I will put my foot down. Unless the underwear is full of shit. <laughs> because you don't wipe your ass. <laughs> then you're not getting any anywhere close yeah. to me. Because that that is an infection waiting to happen. And I'm not doing that. That's I'm not. But like I don't care what you're wearing underneath. The same way that I don't care if you're wearing boxers or briefs. Whatever's comfortable to you, I don't care. Is it weird that it's bright electric blue? Yes. Listen, we're talking about aliens here, you know? Like, you don't know. 
you don't yeah. you're bringing some a new species and i'm not going to judge you for your underwear i'm going to judge you for the way that you spoke to me in the bar i mean they also encounter a whole new race of very advanced shape-shifting aliens and it's just never mentioned no because they were as strip said gorgeous aliens <laughs> they were gorgeous yeah it was not a good storyline, but it was it was that classic trope of the, the horniest people in the episode are the ones who don't get laid. Also, can the captain of the ship tell Trip and Reeve not to be together anymore? Because you get stranded on a ship, you get stranded on a basement. Like, at some point, you're going to die. Yeah. At some point, someone is dying. No more pairing up. But even... Even if the captain doesn't do that, if I was one of them, if you and I had gotten into several close-to-death situations, mm-hmm. I wouldn't hang out with you anymore. Yeah. Just us. Because... Clearly there's... Obviously there's something there. wrong with us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone is dying again. We should acknowledge that they do actually in this episode remember the time Maybe. that they got yes. stuck on the shuttle pod together. Yeah. And... It's not terrifying for them. No, I think that, I can't remember exactly what's said, but it's definitely a very casual mention of the fact that they nearly died together. Oh yeah, they're telling the story. They're telling the story about how they blew up the engine to use as a flare. Haha, <laughs> trauma. Like if it had been dealt with emotionally and realistically, and then they make jokes on it, fine. Yeah. But they didn't. This is the first time that it's been brought up. But yeah. Anything else you want to add about Trip and Reed? No, I'm done. No. Done. Of the of the four main plot lines in this episode, it was by far my least favorite, so it was the most disgusting. Yeah. Because of the behavior. So So what's your next one? Well, should should we just do the natural segue of going from people who didn't get laid to people who did get laid and talk about Oh, it. she's my next one. So <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird coincidence. Yeah. Uh. So Hoshi, first of all, again, only one note. My note is she's so beautiful. All in capital. Yeah. I have two notes. Oh, well, I have, I have more than two notes, but two of my notes are both Hoshi with the, you know, the emoji with the three hearts. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, she's gorgeous. She's so beautiful. Next one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, nothing else to add? So 38 languages. 39 by the end of the episode. Yeah, because she never learned her boyfriend. No, but she, she says 40. 39 and a half. Yeah, 39 and a half. She has to pass the test. Yeah, she, yeah, she still has to do. She still has to. Yeah. She's done the oral. And she passed. <laughs> He passed her. So many languages. That girl knows what to do with her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also very beautiful, very kind. We love Hoshi. We do love her. So you said at the start of the episode that you remembered the guy as being bad. No, I didn't know. I do. I remember that he was there. I didn't know if he was bad or not. Like I, th- I thought he was bad. Yeah. Because he's kind of sus. Kind of he's kind of sus. He's kind of sus. And I, I, I also thought he was a bit creepy, you know, at the start. Because he kind of, you know, approaches her table. Yeah. 
But um, don't ever do that. Don't ever go. Just a PSA. Don't ever go to a, a woman that is alone, and and do that. Please, it's very creepy. Especially because, like, he opened with, I couldn't help overhearing the conversation. I mean, you definitely could. You definitely could. Yeah. <laughs> you could mind your own damn business. Yeah. That's what you could do. Okay. I'm glad, I'm glad we're having this conversation because I was worried that it might have been just my jealousy talking because I, I even at the end of the episode, <laughs> I still didn't like him. I was like, ugh, well, this guy. Maybe, maybe it's our, it's our jealousy. Our jealousy. Like, I'm glad Hoshi. I'm glad Hoshi got smashed, of course. Of but course. Just, you know. I just didn't think he was worthy of the action. But I think it's a very nice detail how the two people that wanted to get laid and went down with all the intention of getting laid not only didn't get laid, but they got assaulted and robbed. And then the person that was like, I'm only here to know the people and learn the language and learn their customs and everything. She got, like, kindness will get you everywhere. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just be kind. And you will get laid. Yeah. And that is the moral of the story. <laughs> Unless you're Archer. Yes. We will get to him. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's a pretty, it's a pretty short storyline. Yeah. Short but sweet. I need a, a female opinion on this. How do you feel about the the kiwi? If, if if that was if you were on the receiving end. Okay, first of all, let's let's talk about the fruit. This is like a strawberry. Peach is a strawberry. This tastes like kiwi. Peach is kiwi. You could have been like this kiwi-looking fruit in this alien planet. Hmm, tastes like banana. It's an alien planet. <laughs> I did, yeah, I did notice that she, like the thing that tasted like kiwi was green, and yeah, the thing that tasted like, it, yeah. it was literally kiwi. If you go back and look at it, yeah. it's it's just kiwi. And I know that it's not Hoshi's fault, and it's obviously the writer's fault. But what the fuck? Yeah, it was ridiculous. Like they could have been like, oh, this looks exactly like a strawberry. Um, oh, it's blue inside, and it tastes like melon. Like yeah. Could have mixed it up a bit. It's an alien fruit. Fucking hell. So, yeah, that fruit conversation, I had to have it because <laughs> it stressed me out. <laughs> not uh, expecting and that. now about... <laughs> She's shaking. You know, another kiwi. Hmm. It was kiwi. 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 Um, I think it was cute. Borderline problematic and sexual harassment um but she was obviously into him before that was the morning after they met so like it wasn't just oh can i sit here yeah <laughs> so i think it's borderline harassment but not really and also she gave him permission to show her obviously not knowing but I would have picked up on it, like oh, kiwi sounds very similar to what we to what to oh, I don't know the word. Okay, show me. You would have picked up on those vibes if it was murdering someone. <laughs> if that if kiwi meant <laughs> murdering was... someone, I don't think that he would have been like, let me show you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she grabs a knife from the table. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Like, 
or or doing a handstand like it's not something that would naturally progress right so it's obviously kind of flirty so sure maybe it's or maybe he could have taken her hand and kissed her hand instead of kissing her mouth but again when writing is not done right it's frustrating because obviously you can say they can kiss their hand and it's something that maybe she could have brought up being like oh you could have kid with me anywhere <laughs> right and he could have been like oh in my planet kissing hands is rude and then you have another element of why he kissed her on the lips yeah for example for vulcans as we've discussed hands are very serious and important and i don't think that a vulcan would kiss a human's hand and it makes sense because we know that but it's just like there's so many opportunities for you to make this conversation more interesting and you don't but other than that okay it's not harassment obviously they ended up fucking so like she's into him it kind of walks that line between that archer kiss and civilization right there were vibes there anyway but it was without consent, but yeah, as we know, the vibes were there. Yeah, but I think also the motive of the kiss is different because obviously he kissed her, Archer kissed her to fix the translator to not get caught. And in this instance, it was not so much, again, a linguistic difference because there are many ways that you can convey to someone without actually kissing her or them. But it was more like he was flirting. And, and honestly, he could have lied. Maybe Kiwi in his language doesn't even exist. And he just wanted to kiss her. So he was obviously flirting. And Archer wasn't. They were, but not for the kiss. Yeah. The kiss wasn't flirting. A better kiss as well. Was better. And also how she deserves it. Because we've talked about how she and Mayweather basically ship them with no reason because uh -huh. <laughs> there's no reason <laughs> basically because they're both attractive and of the same age <laughs> yeah and same rank but I'm just glad that she has someone yeah or has had someone I also like that at the end of the episode for them when they're in bed I hope you don't think that I took advantage of me no because that is a very mature conversation that we would have now in the show if it came out today. Because obviously she wanted it. He wanted it. And I think that that being said out loud justifies the kiss on his part. Because she's into it. Yeah. And I think that it's very important that women in every situation, every person, but women uh, vocalize what they're feeling and whether or not their consent is explicit. And this was explicit consent, obviously late, because it should be before. But I think late is better than never anyway. And it's better than leaving and keeping your sexual partner wondering, did I abuse them? Did I not? You know, like, obviously she's going now. They're never going to see each other again that I remember. <laughs> I'm covering my bases so yeah. you don't bring this up later <laughs> I don't remember him coming back maybe he does, I don't know um, but if he doesn't he's not left to wonder, shit I, you know, fucked this person that was here for just one more night Yeah. and she's given him 
the thumbs up. Like, this was great. I wanted this. You wanted this. We're consensual adults, attractive, attracted to each other, and we had fun. Yay. Kudos. <laughs> Which is more than any other person. Like, this is more mature than any other person has been, not only in this episode, but in the topic of sex and relationships this far in this series. Mm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Maybe except for the episode with Paul being assaulted. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So Mayweather. <laughs> so so this is the we gotta we gotta do this in one go, Mayweather to Paul and Flux. Yeah. Okay. You start now. I mean Mayweather is also beautiful and ripped. I was not expecting that. Yeah. He is pure muscle. Yeah. It's crazy. What do you what what do you do? It makes sense that he would want to go rock climbing. Why is <laughs> Why why is he at Navs and Reed is head of security? I feel, I mean and look, I'm not I'm not yes. saying I'm not I'm not saying oh he's built he should definitely be in security, but I mean he he we would he would fit in security. He would throw a better punch than Reed. Oh for sure. For sure. But I think he's too innocent, too pure, and too good, and I don't think he would like to be carrying guns everywhere. Yeah. Also not as into guns. No, and it's a, it's a job necessity to be turned on by guns. So yeah, it is. He's good. In the, I mean, he he doesn't have to do much in the episode. He just kind of has to lie there and look a bit weak, which is difficult when you're that ripped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we get we get a kind of drunken, drowsy flocks, which is very funny. Yeah. I, I they maybe overdo it a little. But I did enjoy him yelling. Set a course for regulus, maximum warp. <laughs> Pulling everybody, Captain. Yeah, I was a bit. I was a bit curious as to a couple of episodes ago, we did hear him call his med team to help Archer and Trip <laughs> after the they got monsters, semen jizzed, and they're they're gone again this week. Conveniently. Well, they were on Risa. Oh, they were on Risa. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Getting semen and shit. The whole medical team, except for Cadler, who's, I guess, acting chief medical officer on the ship. Yeah. Suddenly. Because she was a science officer. Wasn't? Wasn't she? <laughs> wasn't she a bug expert? She was! She was, wasn't she? <laughs> she was the bug expert. <laughs> she was the bug expert. She's a science officer that specializes in bugs. Well, she's obviously getting close to blocks. Yeah, we haven't really had any further development on that relationship since that. Doesn't look like we're going to get any. She says, I can deal with a broken leg. Man, bugs don't get broken legs. Yeah, I, I imagine she means like it's just a matter of like setting the bone. Yeah, but she works with bugs. Yeah, but she's learning human science now, Andrea. Maybe Broken Bones is Medicine 101 in Starfleet. And she couldn't run a diagnosis on his blood to see that he's having an an electric... Oh, electric. <laughs> allergic. <laughs> allergic reaction. Yeah, well, you know. I think an electric reaction is quite 
obvious if you know what to look for. So if you don't know what to look for... She doesn't clearly doesn't know what to look for. But then she shouldn't be acting chief medical... She shouldn't be chief medical acting captain ship. Doctor. Both is way more complicated than both. Right, but... <laughs> I mean, if you place the bone and it's not right and it heals and it's not right, you're fucking that person's life. Yeah, but I imagine she doesn't have to do much. I imagine Starfleet has equipment that does that for you. They can cure cancer, remember? Yeah, but you have to know that what cancer looks like. <laughs> she doesn't cure cancer. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's move Let's move away from Cutler. So Mayweather gets better. Yeah. <laughs> I, again, I'm upset. One of my notes is that, why didn't we get him rock climbing? Imagine the bad CGI to get a rock. I was gonna moves. say, yeah, I, I think that's why we didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> but they, like, I don't even need a side of the mountain and him falling, but like just him losing his grip. Yeah. And falling, like, I just wanted to see his outfit, okay? Because I know that he has more style than Trip and Reed. Yeah. And then to Paul, she doesn't really. She just wakes Fox up and kind of slightly raises her eyebrows in amusement at everything he says. Pretty pretty quiet episode yeah. for T'Pol. So, T'Pol didn't shine. No. This episode. He was jealous, question mark, of everybody going down to the surface. Maybe not everybody. Maybe one person? Because she knew what he was trying to do? Yeah. Um. Wait until... Wait until... Nah. Because she sent them down to get fucked, basically. Yeah. To fuck. Yeah. To, to have sex done to them and stop suffering the consequences of poorly managed hormones. Wait until they come back and everything is exactly the same, except they're far more frustrated. <laughs> yeah. Also, only, only half the crew went down. Yeah. Can't you spare two weeks and have one half of the team go down one week and then another week the other half of the team? I think you can spare... They've literally been exploring for nine, ten months and they're getting two days off? Yeah. Half of them are. Half of them are getting two days off. Even if it's, okay, two days and then the other half has two days. Yeah. Like, it shouldn't be a matter of who gets two days off. It should be who gets the, the two days off first. Yeah. And then the other half gets the two, three, four, I would say a week. They should both get a week. Yeah. But yeah, I feel very sorry for the other half of the crew. I mean, maybe not. Like, imagine if when they come back and they see Trip and, and Reed covered in pieces. You're like, maybe I'm glad I didn't yeah. know. <laughs> Mayweather with a broken leg. The only, the only two normal mm, people are Archer and Hoshi. Like, they don't, they're not hurt or anything. But Hoshi's not telling that she fucked. And, <laughs> and Archer is not telling that she, he got played. Is that a nice segue into the Archer storyline? Yeah, I think so. Uh, Mayweather would have liked to see more of him. Poor thing. Flux was really funny. Let Flux have 48 hours of sleep, please. I would like that too. And now Archer. I have the most notes for him. I have a few notes on Archer, yeah. My first one is letting a random attractive woman into your place. Not smart, but smart with an O. Smart. What are you doing? What about, what, what about, no. 
You don't know them. The dog, the dog went up. I was like, okay, did she throw the dog onto the balcony? <laughs> <laughs> did you? Like, they were so far down. There is no way that dog jumped or climbed. Maybe he wasn't a dog. Well, I mean, we have to ask, why is there an earth dog on Risa when humans are the first to get there? Where did she get this? And this comes back to the goats last episode. You're obsessed with the goats. Just, I mean, I feel like the least they could have done is at least give the dog some sort of nose ridge. To, to... Oh, this is yeah. an alien chihuahua, whatever it was. Yeah, I don't even like that breed of dog. No, they're not nice. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't have a problem with him letting her in. She was coming to get her dog back. And she was attractive. Did we not learn anything about Trip and, uh, and Reed? Well, I mean, Hoshi let a strange man into her room. Yeah, but they already talked. And they knew each other. And they had breakfast. And they went on walks or whatever the fuck they did. The first thing that he did was go outside, see her, see the dog, come back inside. And then the dog was there. And he's like, yeah, that's normal. That's a normal thing to happen. That this dog ended up up on my balcony from down there, not even below. It was on a diagonal and down. How is that dog there? This is not a dog. The The woman comes in and you're like, yeah, come in here. And do you want to hang out? Do you want to go get fish on the boat? Uh, Archer, you're supposed to be the captain. You're supposed to be smart. Wow. We don't know. <laughs> it's just so silly. In the worst way possible. Yeah. Okay. Because silly, so silly is Trip and Malcolm thinking they can pull off that kind of woman. Yeah. That is silly. Who are you? You're dressed like a, like a pimp. What are you doing? This is not attractive. It's silly. <laughs> they got robbed. A captain of the ship letting a random woman with a fucking dog into your house. The dog went up. I, 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 I didn't have this strong reaction. It seemed I didn't have any issues with it. Ladies come to get her dog back. Let her in, get her dog he back. Should you make conversation. Smarter. You discuss what you're doing, both doing there. You get to know each other. What's your, pro- he what's your problem? He's the captain. He's the captain of the ship. He should be smarter. Okay. And also, related to that, I have next note. <clears throat> Beautiful random woman brings up the Sullivan and he doesn't suspect anything right away. Yeah, that was... Archer, come on! Yeah. My family, my family was killed by the Sullivan. He should have been like, fucking no. Bitch. He definitely, well, he definitely should have corrected her. Um, you know, being like, oh yeah, well, they're not all like that. All right, but that's what he, she was there for, to know what he knew. Yeah. I would have been like, who's that? Huh? The what? The what? The, oh, I, I haven't met them. The silly? Huh? What? The silly one? <laughs> like this? Uh, yeah. Because you're silly and banned? Get the fuck out. Like, you know that there is a war. Like, he knows. He's, he knows. He knows that there is a war where Sullivan, uh, genetically modified Sullivan, are playing a role in it. He also knows that the Sullivan are not like that. 
and they are persecuted because of the war. And now this random beautiful woman with her ugly ass dog comes around and she's like, my family was killed by the Sullivan. And he's not like suspicious. Yeah, it's very. This is weird. Like you're and you're supposed to know about the war. You're the captain of a of a ship, so obviously you know your shit, and you should be smart, and you should be careful with what you say and to whom you say it. But no, Dick. He wanted to get his dick wet. Yeah, I I really like the I really like the contrast of our no, of our notes on this storyline. <laughs> Please go ahead. My my. My first note from the storyline is, wow, even Portos is going to get laid. <laughs> <laughs> and then he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, Portos was very beautiful, though. Oh, yeah. He looked good in this episode. I mean, after Hoshi, definitely the most attractive person in the episode. Yeah, for sure. Also, I, re- I really enjoyed the bit where he's like, oh, I can show you the stars. And then it, like, cuts to him, like, getting the telescope ready. And she's just sitting in the background, like, so bored. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, you see, this is this is counter to the Hoshi theory of be kind and you'll get laid. Because Archer is trying to be kind. Yeah, but he's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> because he shouldn't have trust. A kind person that throws their dog onto your your balcony. Yeah, but... And then comes around. But how she shouldn't trust a guy who comes over to her table and says, I couldn't help overhearing your conversation. Yeah, but she loves the challenge. Like the cha- oh, okay. Okay. challenge. Okay. <laughs> no, obviously, the be kind has exceptions. Because at the end of the day, many women, everybody, but especially women, feel like they have to be nice to not be assaulted. And that's sadly what happens. So I think that she could have started like that and she could have been kind out of fear. I don't think so. I think she was just... Uh, it's Star Trek. It's not going to happen. Uh, it already happened one this season. It's not going to happen again. So it's just the whole situation with Archer is weird from the beginning. And... The problem is that he should be the one in high alert for weird things because he's the captain. The same way that I think if Hoshi was with this guy and this guy started bringing up the Sullivan or any other species that she's encountered and she knew what Archer knows, that she would be like, hmm, this is not normal. This is a, a mole planted in my vacation. So, if she can do it, he can do it. And he's the captain. So Hoshi should be captain. Yeah. I remember the blonde lady, Kayla. She knocks Archer out in a very cool fashion by just breaching his skin with some sort of poison nail or something. Does she just leave? Did Trip and Malcolm get out of there? Or were they rescued? We don't know. Interesting. Did she rummage through his thing, or did she just go? We don't know. The door was open when he woke up hours later. I don't remember that. I watched this episode a bit longer ago than you did, so my memory of it is a bit hazy. Yeah, the door was open, so we don't know. We don't know. I'm assuming, obviously, next next week, 
final episode. Exciting. I'm presuming it'll be there'll be some follow on from that. So let's see how that goes. Yeah. So So next note, do you have anything else uh after Yeah, that's no, that's I, I originally no my notes on the Archer storyline. There were definitely no that was there were pretty there there wasn't that many. I have one more. So when she starts telling him about the Suliban and he's like, Oh yeah, I know those. I that I know. Oh she's telling him that they killed her family and all of that. And he says that when he's encountered them, quote, no one was badly hurt. Is Stevens a joke to you? <laughs> Stevens was Stevens is an Daniel. I literally found the the guy that died, that literally died. The guy that literally died. That's what I wrote down. Stevens or whatever his name is. Daniel. That same thing. <laughs> uh, Daniels, Daniels, whatever. He wasn't badly hurt. He died. He turned into dust. Yeah, and I mean, technically, even during the breakout, there was definitely people hurt. Yeah. Both Sullivan and Nat. Exactly. But there, you can argue, it's not badly hurt. It's just, like, scrapped. But a, a person has died in your ship this episode. Archer? And the, the, their first encounter with them is to try and return the Klingon, who was nearly killed by them as well. Right. But you see, but this is, you see, Andrea, maybe this is Archer being smart and being coy. And not divulging information. <laughs> I don't think so. I think he's just being stupid. Okay. Okay. I feel like maybe you're just determined to think Archer is stupid. Well, he is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> if he doesn't want me to think that he's stupid, stop doing stupid things. <laughs> okay, fair. Um. I mean, he, I I did like that when he when he, he did eventually catch on to what was going on. At first, I didn't realize what it was. He kind of picked up subtly to get her DNA scan, but they did explain it later. Yep. Yeah, I feel like, again, maybe not stupid, but I feel like he definitely could have been a bit more subtler in his interrogation rather than just coming outright saying you're lying to me. Maybe try and walk her into a trap or into a corner with her story or something. Just get her naked and fucking and while you... You're thrusting into her, be like, did, did the general send you here? <laughs> <laughs> like, point, wow. pointing the, the light at, at her, like, instead yeah. of just, you're, like, thrusting into her. <laughs> wow. Listen, it would work. <laughs> if he's good at it, it would. <laughs> she would have her guard not let down, and she would be enjoying it, and she would be like, Fuck yeah, he did. He did send me. Just like that. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> so, fourth, fourth, fourth rewatch. <laughs> were you. Were you. Like, I know you were excited about me watching it. Yeah. Was that also was that kind of counteracted by dread of watching it again, or how did you feel about watching it again? No, no, because at the end of the day, 
this is one of the episodes that we talked about liking in regards to knowing more about the characters themselves and how they act outside of the ship. Like, dynamics, we know about Trip and Reed being disgusting together, but it's just, it's a good thing to see them outside of their normal circumstances. And I love seeing Hoshi, so. Yeah, I agree with you that it is one of those episodes where we see them outside of the normal circumstances. I, I didn't like it. Well, I knew that I knew that you wouldn't. Yeah, no. I knew that you wouldn't. You may like parts like Hoshi being beautiful, but I I knew that you wouldn't like the episode. There's just not much to like. It's just people being silly, and disgusting, stupid. Yeah. Or being Hoshi being perfect. Yeah. Like she's literally the best part of the episode. Yeah. Have you seen many other? Ryza episodes because I know it it does crop up in other series. Not that I can remember. Okay, I can remember one other. In a show that I've watched. Nope. Then obviously I don't remember. Well, obviously I haven't seen that one, but I was I don't know. You've seen more. Anyway, I think that that was it. Anything else to add? No, just that I'm excited for excited for finale. Is it a is it a normal regular length episode? It is, right? Because part two is the season two episode one. I think so, yeah. Exciting. So yeah, I think that's all. I'm just gonna do my outro if you let me. Unless you Oh I'm sorry. Oh I'm sorry, have I been stopping you from doing Oh I'm sorry. I didn't realise you'd been trying to do your outro. I thought we were just having a conversation. No, that's fine, go ahead, get it fine. I don't wanna say anything because I know you're gonna stop. <laughs> So I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll mute myself. How about that? No, you can you can have your your mic unmuted. Anyway. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode, Two Days and Two Nights. Hope you enjoyed. And we'll be back next week with the final episode. Shockwave? Question mark? Uh the last one. You can follow us on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at podmeupscotty or email us at podmeupscotty at gmail.com. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Scotty, come in. Ready to beam up. Beam us up home. So, yeah, I hope that he gets a second try. Yeah. At life. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Know. He didn't die. Um, He's still alive, Andrea. I know. <laughs> he just broke his leg. Well, he could have. He was having an anaphylactic reaction and they didn't They didn't know that he was. So. <laughs> <laughs> was like, I just, like,